Hi folks, and welcome to a special bonus episode of the Forbidden Planet International Podcast. I'm Peter, and with me today is Derek. Hey, 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 hey. We're back, dream team, there we go. There we uh, go. <laughs> and what's this bonus podcast all about? Well, you've seen the film, now read the book. Yes, we're here to talk or, about... Or as close to. Yeah, <laughs> as pretty clo- much. As close to. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some of the inspiration for the latest Avengers movie, Infinity War, yeah. and also just um, some of our favourite Avengers runs in general. Yeah, no, totally. So, I, there I, you go. I can get down with that. Indeed. Uh, yeah, because like I think uh, we've had a lot of people come in and they think that it's kind of a it, like the film's just a kind of a, a straight adaptation uh, from a comic or a graphic novel, and you know it it's not. No, it's you know like with any of the films like they like. The superhero stuff, especially, mm-hmm. you know, they cherry pick a lot of stuff. Yeah. So we've done our best to kind of like, as you say, favorites and stuff that has obviously been taken from the comics into Indeed. this film. So where are we kicking off? Let's I think we start at the beginning. Start at the beginning, <laughs> quite literally. Then, yeah, uh, we've there's a collection out. It's an Avengers epic collection. There's quite a few of them. They're actually, <laughs> just a few. <laughs> they're really good volumes, actually. They, they good do, value. They collect a fair chunk of uh, stories. And it's all in chronological order. But the first one, very, very first one, is Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So this is back from the 60s. This is the first 20 issues of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting because in issue 14, is it? Yeah, it's 14. Yeah, no, is it? It's 14 or 16. Yeah, whoa, I'm, I'm check, right. it, check it, check it, oh, check it, check it, check it, check it. Yet the entire lineup of the team changes. <laughs> Which is quite crazy. Thing is, though, it's like a lot of people don't realise it changed even from the second after the second issue, you know, because it, yeah. Cap Cap wasn't in it from the start, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a common misconception these days. Uh, the Hulk was there at the beginning, yeah, uh, and between him and Loki, the sole reason for the team forming. Indeed, yeah. yeah. But I'm not obviously going into great detail about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. Uh, you know, it does change a bit, and then as you say, yeah, 14, either 14 or 16. 16. Uh, 16, I see it, see it. See. Uh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was, it was either 14 or 16, it wasn't 15. I knew that. There you go. Uh, but yeah, so like that's the kind of, that is the Avengers though, like the team's always changing. It is indeed. Yeah. Even whenever it does change in the, the, like uh, what is affectionately known as uh, Cap's Cookie Quartet. Uh, quartet, yes. yes. Uh, um, you know, uh, Ant Man or Giant Man kind of mm. comes back in the team. And slowly, like they kind of mix and match for a wee bit, you know, and that's just that's just the Avengers, really. Because the very original lineup was, of course, Iron Man, Ant Man, the Wasp, mm-hmm. Thor, and, and the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. Indeed. So yeah, it did change, as you said, very very quickly. Yeah, after um, after two, and then three, and then uh, four is Cap's uh, debut, and then it's up and running. That's up, it, up and running. Yeah. And yeah, as they say, the history were made. So then the team kind of breaks up. As we said, issue 16, Cap's Cookie Quartet is formed, where it's Captain America, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye. Who was in the film? Who was in the film? <laughs> but you know him from the other films. The so, other films, yeah. yes. So yeah, a very much depowered version of, of the of the Avengers. But they had to work harder. I think that made That's them it. a bit more. And, you know, and which echoes in the film, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they have to work harder, like... It's especially like in Wakanda. I'll get, I'd, you know, I'm assuming again, like in case you missed the start of this, we are going to be talking about the film quite openly. So if you have not seen the film, course, yes. do not listen to this because <laughs> I'm going to be talking about Aaron. Don't, don't get me wrong, but like, you know, there's going to be a podcast where we do talk quite 
in depth about the film, but for mm. now we're talking about the source material. Yeah. We're not talking. We're like we're not talking the specific. inspirations. Yes. So, but obviously, we, to do that, we need to talk about the film mm. and what happens to the film. So again, if you have not seen the film, do not listen. Stop this. Watch the film and then continue. <laughs> and play. There, there we go. go. <laughs> right. So you've seen the film. Here's the stuff. Yeah. So also, also in this volume, you have one of my favourite single issues ever, and that's Avengers issue nine. <laughs> which is why are you laughing oh, nothing nothing no, continue. Okay. continue it's the introduction of Wonder Man it's a perfectly contained story Josh Whedon's favourite character there you go he says with sarcasm because it's not <laughs> <laughs> apparently like Josh Whedon wasn't going to have him in any of the films but he's been played by Nathan Fillion yes yes um, if anyone missed it in uh, Guardians Volume 2 uh, he's not in it but you could see po- for the like the Hawkeye among you there's posters, film posters of a certain Simon Williams, which is Wonder Man. So <laughs> <laughs> everyone's favorite safari jacket wearing Avenger. Uh, like people are like, "What are you yeah. talking about?" But, but th- this that issue is a fantastic issue, and actually Grant Morrison took the inspiration for that for his fifth issue of his Justice League run, where he introduced Tomorrow Woman. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. And I he did it as a straight out homage to, to that issue. One of the best issues. I love that so, so much. It's got Hitman with uh, X-ray vision. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a treat. But anyway, this is this is about the that's Marvels. Good, but yeah, but this also introduces uh, Ban Zemo, or reintroduces Zemo. Again, the uh, scene in Civil War. Yep. There's just so much in this. If you're not into the older style storytelling, then this might not be for you, but it is really interesting to have a look at and see where everything came from. Back then, it was one story per issue. It was very rare to get a two-parter, but you have got two-parters in this as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was rare to have that. So they were looking at expanding this, you know, the format. But it's really good, really interesting, right. and it's where it all came from. Uh, so, uh, yes, yes, it's it's obviously very important. I don't think the Avengers came alive till uh, Roy Thomas came on it, though. Uh, whenever Roy Thomas came onto it, he introduced uh, the Vision, mm-hmm. and yeah, so you had behold the Vision, Indeed. Uh, who played again played quite a big part in the film. Very you know, part. like they they obviously changed it quite a wee bit because in the comic he doesn't have the mind gem. Uh, mm. Sorry, mind stone. Sorry, yes. <laughs> we'll establish this now. Uh, if we say gems in it, we mean stones. Uh, you kids call it stones. See, <laughs> if you've been reading the comics for a while, it's gems. An R D. Back in R D. But, you know, uh, Stones is fine. So for the sake of, um, you know, I'm confused, we'll say Stones or maybe mm-hmm. Gems just to mix it. So that was Avengers Epic Collection 1, yes. Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yes. So that's definitely worth checking out. Also, Kang's in it. Kang, Kang the Conqueror. Uh, I wonder love, when he's going to show up. He already has. <laughs> <laughs> it's time travel. He probably already has. You Can you imagine? God. You don't even know it. But yes, like for the epics, there is tons of them. We are going to talk a wee bit more about some ones as well. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's a whole... Uh, buffet of the Avengers ones as well. So veritable Phoebe buffet. The Phoebe buffet, the, the, the greatest Avenger. <laughs> no, <laughs> smelly cat, <laughs> docile toads, <laughs> subdued Thanos in the film. That were it. Can you imagine? That's yeah. that's the one way. That's the only that's way. The one way to defeat Thanos. <laughs> we're in the end game, Peter. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, sorry, I completely derailed you there. No, that's fine. Uh, so just when you mentioned the vision there, I thought we'd yes. uh, talk about a couple of other uh, trades that are out. Yes. There is the Vision and Scarlet Witch trade, uh, which collects Giant Size Avengers 4 and their miniseries. Yes. Which is basically how, how they fell in love. Well, it, it does build on that, but for historians, like the first time they made goo goo eyes at each other was uh, during the Cree Skull War. Indeed, which also is an incredible uh, collection you should check out. Uh, honestly, it's one of your like top. Th- I'm going to say it. I actually, no, I don't know. 
I don't, it's a tough it's one. It's hard. It's hard, but it has to be top three for me. Oof. Top three. Oof. Um, Big words. Like the top two is sealed, sealed for me. Okay. <laughs> you know? But I, Chris Gilmore, I think it still holds up. I think if you take, you, you know, if you take it from when it was done and how it actually. But we'll talk about that in a wee second. Sorry, mm. we'll talk about these trades now because they're pretty awesome. Because you've got um, who does the the division scout? Which one is that? Engelhart. Aye, uh, Engelhart, yeah. Engelhart, and Bill Mantle. Engelhart's a big deal in the Avengers mythology. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say, yeah. I'd say, Bar Roy Thomas. I think his stuff and Roger Stern later on. Mm-hmm. Again, more about him later. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, no one added more to the like the overall mythology than he did. He did, you know, the Avengers uh, Defenders War. He mm-hmm. did, you know, he did tons of he did tons of tons he did unofficial crossovers with the Justice League. Yes, 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 he did. He did those. Yes, he did. And then he did, a, you know, when he was in the Justice League. <laughs> when he was writing Justice League. Uh, he was a big, he's kind of a big hand in Thanos, kind of appearing back in the day. Yeah, he did quite a bit. Yeah, so he, he was there, the man. Early days. He was there, man. But yeah, sorry, yes, uh, Vision Quest, which is... And also is by John Byrne. John uh, Byrne. Collecting some of his Avengers West Coast run, which is really good. <laughs> uh, Vision Quest, which is a series of stories focusing more so on the Vision. And Scarlet Witch is in the team as well. Yes. As is Wasp, as is Hawkeye, as is Wonder Man. Wonder Man! Hey, I love Wonder Man, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, no, I'm not sorry. I love Wonder Man, he's great. Should be sorry. Uh, uh, but then, yeah. if he's not wearing a red safari jacket, I'm, you know... I don't know. I kind of like the black t-shirt with the big W on it. Ah, it's a bit on the nose for that's, me. That's it's me. Where's it? Where's his? Where's his? We jet. His we jet bits to the sides. You know how is he meant to fly? <laughs> he got around that eventually. Just I know he did. I, I, I know he did. I know he did. Right. What so, should we move on to next? What should we move on to next? Let's go into the kind of the origins of it. Like I'm presuming everyone's read Infinity Gauntlet and they're like, right, okay, like Adam Warlock's not in that film. You know. Actually, we should maybe talk about Infinity Gauntlet first. Should we talk about Infinity Gauntlet? Just in case people haven't read it. Right, okay. Okay, because that is is the thing that is mostly kind of based on the whole idea that Thanos has collected these stones Mm -hmm. and he then does his finger snap. Yes, Uh, which does happen in the comics. There you go. It's pretty cool. Uh, Yeah, but he's got entirely different motivation in the comics. In the comics, uh, he is trying to seduce death, who exists as an entity, as... uh, Either a beautiful woman or a skeleton in a hood, just depending on who sees her when. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's basically trying to woo her, and how best to woo someone uh, than you know? Because he's madly in love with her. Because yes. he's a pure mad titan. Yeah, it's something you know. I think is relatable, you know, because uh, it's, it's a guy, you know, it's a girl out of reach. He's, he's a trying, lonely guy. He's yeah. just he's just trying to find love in this big bad yeah, universe. He just goes about it in the most extreme way possible. So I think us comic fans kind of get that. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Nothing seems difficult or anything. But we do. Yeah. Uh, don't worry, we go over it, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, love you, Sarah. But, uh, yes. yes, we can all relate to this. So, it's it's an epic story, but it goes about it entirely the wrong way. Yes. But in in the movie, of course, he's doing it because he feels that the, the galaxy is overpopulated, well, sorry, the universe is overpopulated. Yes. They're running out of resources, and it needs a cull. But there's that question, though. Like People have been saying, this, like, oh, why didn't he just make more resources? Why didn't he do that? And I think it's just because he does enjoy it. He'd like you know, he enjoys killing. Yeah, and I think he's see see the scene see the scene uh, where 
you know, it like this, like again, spoilers again. Uh, that's, that's the last, fine. you know, we've spoiler, done it. I've done fine. it, so it's fine. Yep. It's like what happens with Gamora and the Soul Stone. It's kind of a you see young Gamora, and it's like she, he's talking to her, mm-hmm. and you kind of think, is that death? And I know that's maybe too heavy for the films, but you know, yeah. they, he mentioned something on it. As it might a side, heavy, it might be a bit hokey to actually have a personification of death. You might have thought that, yeah, but it could be. But the, he's called the Mad Titan. It doesn't mean it could be his. He, that's mm. he could be the only one seeing it. They're establishing that there's all these entities in the Marvel universe. Like Thanos takes all the soul gems in the comics mm. uh, from the elders of the universe. Now you already had one in the film, the Collector. Mm. Now they depower him quite a wee bit. Mm. Um, the the Grandmaster from Thor Ragnarok is a cosmic elder as well. Yeah. And you get other characters like the Gardner, uh, Lord, is it Lord, Lord Chaos and Master Order. Order. Yeah. Did, did they take one from them? I, know I took can't it. recall. It's been a while since I've read it, to be honest. Aye. Um, well, the thing is, that's from the Thanos quest. That's in a uh-huh. Silver Surfer epic collection, which is not out yet, but I think it's coming out June. Yes. So, again, if you want to see how Thanos actually got the gems, stones, and the, the comics, and that is... Come back in June. That Come back in June? Yes. Honestly, it's a beaut. It's just round the corner. Yeah, it's just round the corner. In it's... this cinema. <laughs> so you can you can jump in and read it, because in the comics, like, uh, the, the Infinity Gauntlet's built up in Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Stalin was writing it at the time, so mm-hmm. he's, like, you could see the... You could see him, like, plant seeds for Infinity Gauntlet uh, within the Silver Surfer. Yeah. Uh, you could easily argue that he did that with Warlock as well. Warlocks is again he took over uh, Adam Warlock series during the seventies. It's quite a, uh, it's quite trippy. It's yeah, it's very kind of but it, very philosophical. But it's awesome. He writes and draws that himself. What's weird to see when you read the issues before that. There's some really great artwork in it. But yeah, it's uh, it's really rough. Aye. Some some of the issues before that are really quite rough. Uh, but Gil Kane does some art and it's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's incredibly good. But there was not really any kind of consistent direction in it. Yeah. Roy Thomas kicked it off and then other writers took it. I think they had another three writers on it after that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it was kind of just passed to, from person to person. But the art in it was great. Because he first um, appeared on Thor, did he not? Well, was it the FF? He appeared as him in the him, uh, Yes, that's right. Uh, him and FF. It was and then he called him. Aye, and then he... Aye. So yeah, that was. Uh, but he's kind of passed from pillar to post. But when Jim Starlin got his hands on him, he cemented who he was and came up with a uh, philosophy for him and uh-huh. brought him forward. And that's who we suspect is in the cocoon at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Well, they more or less say it. It's Adam Warlock. I think yeah. if any time Gun talk, James Gunn talks about it, it's yeah. like yeah, Adam's going to be appearing in three. And so, uh, he's, all, he's also said that I, I, that's going to kick off so many other things as well. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Warlock get, get his own. I mean, he might turn up in the next Avengers movie. We don't know, but I would, I would find it. Everyone's saying I'd no. Find it unlikely. Everyone's saying no, but then that could just be, you know, lies. Red <laughs> it could just be lies. Uh, and the Warlock. It's a like it's a nice wee done in one Warlock by Jim Starlin. Yeah. It also has the first appearance by Gamora. Indeed, yeah. So you know, and the good thing is you don't actually have to read the stuff before it because it's this no. is pretty much self-contained. I yeah. think if I remember rightly. The first couple of pages of this is basically a re- recap of his entire history. Yeah, yeah you get everything you need to know about the guy. Yeah, in a double page spread. Yeah, uh, it's not yeah, too heavy. Yeah. He's pure skip, like you know. Well, maybe it's a wee bit heavy, but you but know, if you need all them facts, then you've got it there in a couple of pages, and that's you. You're good to go. There's jump. so much reading in this, and it was way ahead of its time. It totally was great. Totally really good. Aye, in the comics, like Warlock and Thanos are pure. Like frenemies, <laughs> I think it's the best way to put it. Like us, <laughs> <laughs> I thought 
Oh, I'm my pals. Uh, my, my cutting plan is working. Oh dear, all right, okay. <laughs> well, this has been our revelation. <laughs> Revelations, folks, you heard it here. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry. Bit, no, we'll, we'll go into that later. Right, we'll go into that. <laughs> but yeah, there is a Silver Surfer epic out there now. Um, the Infinity Gauntlet, confusingly enough. Yeah. I actually know it's because it, like, there's issues that they do tie in with Infinity Gauntlet yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Again, um, Warlock and Thanos. Uh, well, no, Warlock and um, Silver Surfer did kind of feature quite heavy in the original uh, Gauntlet. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, if you are looking for supplements, other than, you know, the obvious Avengers, obvious Captain Marvel, more about her later, and um, other things, you know, you've got tons of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, we're still going to be talking more about the Avengers, because it's still an Avengers film. Indeed, There's still yes. other writers and runs we're going to talk about. Yep. You know, I've not forgotten. We've not forgotten. We're fine. But, you know, and, uh, and speaking of Captain Marvels, in fact, no, I'll, I'll deal with that in a wee second, actually. Okay. Well, I'll lump them together. Uh, but yes, yes. So, yes. So, Warlord by Jim Starlin and then Silver Surfer, the Infinity Gauntlet epic collection. Shall I talk well. a little bit about Thanos? The, the man himself? The, the tiny himself? Yeah. <laughs> let's go for it. Okay, well... well let's, uh, let's jump in. There's kind of an origin story. Oops. Yes, uh, Jason Aaron uh, kind of revamped his origin a wee bit in Thanos... Rising. Rising. Which is very good. Simone Biagi does rising. the art as well. Uh, uh, yes, which yes. Which is really beautiful. But Thanos, imagine Thanos as a child. This imagine is that. kind of horrible. It's really interesting. It's great. The artwork in this is astounding. And it's just absolutely beautiful. But it's a horrible origin story. Yeah, not yeah, totally. But in a good way. In a fun way. Uh, in a fun way. In a, in way, a mass murdering way. In a way that you'd want it to be. Uh, yeah. So Thanos Rising is definitely one that you should have a look at. And uh, the collection's out. Yeah, not totally. It does, it does kind of um, show you the whole death. Again, if you're kind of a bit like, oh, what's the, what's the whole thing with death? Then that's actually a really good one to, to read as well as a standalone. And Thanos' creator, Jim Starlin, has got four lovely hardbacks out as well. Yes. That continue on his story. We've got Infinity Revelation, Infinity Relativity, Infinity Finale, which was the final one in this trilogy. And then yes. he brought out a new one in the trilogy, <laughs> the Infinity Siblings. Because what people seem to forget is Thanos' brother is Star, Star Fox. Eros. Yes. So, yeah. Who's Star got Fox a, bit of a, a bit of a creepy power in the comics, it must be noted. Yes. Has to be noted. But that's, it's, that's it's, fine. It's a bit creepy. Everyone in his vicinity falls in love with him, pretty much. Yes. So it's a bit uh, kind of... Though Dan Slott actually did a really incredible story with that, but again, that's... And She-Hulk. So yeah, She-Hulk, but, so. you know, you can research that yourself. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do all the work for you, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> You have to do some of it. You need me to halfway. We're, we're dropping some breadcrumbs for you to follow. Ah. This is great. Yeah, uh, these are really nice, and the art, the artwork in these are great as well. The most recent one is uh, Alan Davis on the Infinity Siblings. Yes. His stuff's always beautiful. It's not the first time they worked together. They did uh, the Guardians, uh, Mother... Ethropy? Can I remember the name of it? I can't remember. Aye, something like that. Anyway, aye, so it's a Guardians comic anyway. It's a wee sidebar thing. You've got Ron Lim as well. Uh, yes. On it, who, of course, uh, did... The second half, yeah, of Infinity Gauntlet, and that's Infinity War as yes. well, which is the sequel of Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. I think we forgot to mention that. That's yeah. that may cause confusion cause yeah, people because people are looking. They're looking for Infinity War, and it's that's not the title of the you know the original one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like the Infinity War is kind of a, again the sequel to it, uh, without knowing what the next Avengers film's called as well. Like maybe that's called Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> 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 just to confuse things. Maybe uh, it's called Justice League Two, just to confuse things. Yeah, sure, <laughs> <laughs> sure, Peter. <laughs> so yeah, they're they're really good, and they're all kind of like 
standalone yeah. standalone ones there's a the Thanos versus the Hulk as well oh, it's, yes. a, it's a wee sidebar one uh-huh. if you enjoyed well. the opening of that movie you'll enjoy that yes so <laughs> I would and I got God I exactly uh-huh. yes 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 exactly so yes if you want more just plain Thanos action and there's also uh, the monthly uh, series by well there's two volumes by Jeff Lemire that's finished and then there's the Donny Coates one which is phenomenal yeah it's really good that's going to be getting a collection soon uh-huh. uh, fairly soon it's awesome it really is so good. Yeah, uh, definitely check that out when that comes out. Right, check out all his stuff because right now he's totally in fire. Yeah, he's all, yeah. Since, I, since Doctor Strange exclusive, he's been you know boom, incredible. Totally, yeah. totally, yeah. So that's that's definitely one to check out as well. And his uh, Venom series started as well this week, so that was number great. one. Yep. Although it's keeping it, really it's keeping its uh, legacy numbers as well for for yeah. people keeping score. Indeed. But uh, yes, what's what's next in the lineup? Well, Infinity Gauntlet was one of the inspirations for the movie, and another one was we have to talk about Jonathan Hickman. Yeah, you have to well and his his whole Avengers run was incredible but all built up to Infinity well Infinity is a kind of it's a weird kind of it's an event within his run exactly it's kind of a stepping stone for all that stuff as well (laughs) because it's like yeah his run built into Secret Wars Mm -hmm. Uh, that's like proper Grant Morrison like planning like he had all of it planned out it was all building to that you know, it's quite it's quite phenomenal when you look at it. But yes, so between Avengers and New Avengers, he was building up to that. But in the middle, this is kind of maybe the 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 middle path kind of a thing. It's uh, you had Infinity and Infinity, bar being a really cosmic, like epically scoped story, mm. has got uh, the introduction of the Black Watch, which is the the children of Thanos, which you might know. Yes. So you know Ebony Maw, uh, Midnight uh, Prox. They weren't Proxima. really named in the movie. That's apart from they, they, they weren't. They, they, they weren't. Mentioned, they mentioned Maw, but that's, Ebony Maw. Yeah. They didn't even say Ebony Maw. They just said Maw. And the Conovus. Those those lackeys of Thanos. But, yeah. Uh, children, yeah. children. Oh, call them lackeys. Children. Well, that is what they are. Yes. Uh, <laughs> then those guys. Uh, yeah, they were interested in this. Yeah, Corvus, Corvus Clave, yep. uh, the Black Dwarf, uh, uh, Proxima Midnight. Sorry, yep. I got that wrong. And yeah, Ebony Maw as well, who or Squidworth, as he, <laughs> as he was called. So you know, if you want to see more of them, mm-hmm. you want you want to kind of get to know them a bit more than they are in this story this is when they were first introduced and to quite chilling effect because they're they're fairly horrible people as they were in the film as well so Infinity's a lovely it's it's still kind of self-contained uh, big Marvel sprawling it, epic yeah it's actually it's yeah really good. it, it kind of yeah. is yeah it's like it's the cosmic cosmic adventure it's really good it's got it also features those um, Inhumans uh, which we won't talk yes. about unfortunately because those recently cancelled Inhumans recently cancelled Inhumans the TV such a waste yeah. ah. but anyway aye aye but um, you know if you want to see how Black Bolt actually is in the comics then you know you can you can mm-hmm. read you can read this yes. uh, but yeah it's 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 pretty awesome uh, there's actually one of my favourite mm-hmm. uh, four moments in it it's awesome. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now you know. Uh-huh. Yep. It's awesome. It's it's worth it for that scene alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of it's awesome. You know, you've got uh, Jim Chung on it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Jerome Opeña, yeah. uh, yeah. Dustin Weaver, mm-hmm. Mike Diodato, um, you, you, tons of That's, artists yeah, on it as well. Weird. It's pretty packed. Um, so yeah, definitely worth checking out. But you know, if you want to see something a bit closer to the film as well, you've got the. Avengers Infinity War Prelude. Yes, this actually is set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's separate from the other stuff that we've been talking about. This is an actual in-continuity prelude to Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so if you want to expand on your... Oh, that's really good. Expand, sorry, <laughs> on... <laughs> I've not read this yet. 
If you want to expand on your Infinity War knowledge, then that's one for you. Yes, there will be a quiz. Indeed. In that, there won't be a quiz. <laughs> We're not making one. <laughs> Uh, but yes, let's get back to the, that core team itself, the Avengers. So Indeed, let's see, yeah. like, let's let's travel back in time then. So Should we what, talk about some of our favourite runs? Ah, I told. Okay, well there you I go. Told. Right. Well, we'll have to mention Roger Stern. Yes. Have to, as you may have picked up, like Roger Stern is very notable in his Avengers stuff. He picked up and he did tons of stuff within it. I think one of the most notable ones, if you ask anyone, is his Under Siege yes. um, storyline, which is, again, one of the epic collections we're talking about. So you've got two here, one being Under Siege and another one being Judgment Day. Yep, Under Siege, uh, it takes, it, basically it's the idea of, remember Baron Zemo from Civil War? Yes, yes. Yes. Well, he kind of took down the Avengers in Under Siege. Obviously in Civil War, he kind of took down the Avengers just himself. And it, yeah. With a lot of careful planning. <laughs> right. uh, but in uh, Under Siege, what he does is he creates the biggest team of supervillains ever in his Masters of Evil. Yeah. His father, Baron Zemo. I was, was going to say the bridge version is it's like yeah. this is like Baron Zemo Jr. Who, yeah. in the film, he does actually reference his father in uh -huh. it, which I thought was very notable. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, his father led the original Masters of Evil and died fighting Captain's Cookie Quartet, I believe. Or was it just before his Cookie Quartet? No, it was before. Yeah, so in that first collection we talked about, Earth Mighty Heroes, uh, the original Baron Zemo snuffs it. So yes, so his, his son's not too happy about that. He originally comes back in Captain America as a character called the Phoenix, uh, and then gets horribly scarred. Yes. And that's why he decides to put his dad's bag over his head. <laughs> uh, and become... Don't say it like that! <laughs> It is, it is what it is. I am now Bagman. <laughs> Spider-Man's like, that's my stick! Sorry, yes, anyway. He puts on the purple hood and <laughs> becomes Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. he is. Yes. And basically it's a massive, massive supervillain team. He gets together and he takes down the Avengers in small chunks. Yeah. And it's horrible. And it's amazing. Poor Hercules. And, oh, it's, yeah, it's what they do. Poor Jarvis. Well, I put oh, Jarvis, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Jarvis the butler, obviously, because it's he's not an he's AI. He's not an AI. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, Jarvis is a butler, well, kind of, in uh, Agent Carter. Yeah, kind yeah, of, okay. like, aye, yeah. but, but he's like know, an old, old he would Jarvis. be dead <laughs> by, the, by the time we get to Or in. very, very old. Or exceptionally old, yeah. But yeah, it's a massive team. We've got the Wrecking Crew, they've got Blackout, they've got uh, Goliath. Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde, who's horrible. Mr. Hyde, you can tell Stern likes writing Mr. Hyde. Cause every, every time I say something's horrible, by the way, that means it's good. Yeah, and yeah. It's what they do in it is horrible, but in a, it's he's a, a really. He's a recurring villain for Stern way. because he yeah. had him in that cap run with Burn, mm. and he had him uh, doing his Spidey run on um, uh, with Ramita Jr. as mm. well. So, yeah, Hyde's just a horrible. I think he appeared in. Did he not appear? And again, spoils for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did he not appear in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, he did. Kyle McLaughlin played. Kyle McLaughlin? Yeah. Agent Dale Cooper was Mr. <laughs> Hyde, which actually really is disturbing when you think about it, considering yeah. Twin Peaks stuff. Never mind, I'm not even touching that, because it's just still raw. And also Scott Lang's in this. Scott Lang, ain't man Yes, he would be. He, so, would, yeah. he would be, yeah. He wasn't actually an Avenger at the time. No. Uh, but yeah, he, but he appears in this. There's tons of stuff in it. It's, but yeah, it's very notable for the Under Siege storyline. It's incredible. Yeah. It's uh, definitely something to read. It's the yeah, eye. And uh, one of my favourite, well, a couple of my favourite characters in this, uh, Black Black Knight, who I really like, Black Knight's awesome. is in this. Uh, the introduction of another Captain Marvel, who then became Photon. Uh, yeah, who's now called Spectrum. This. Now doing, um, yeah, uh, like Al uh, Ewan's um, Avengers, like New Avengers, not Mighty Avengers, New Avengers, 
Ultimates, mm-hmm. um, epic runs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there you go. And she was a big powerhouse in yeah. that. So and also Doctor Druid, who, <laughs> who I, is no apologies. I really like Doctor Druid because he's just a creepy old man, uh, a creepy old crazy old wizard. There you go. He is apparently he's very good at uh, in fixing v- VCRs as well. Apparently, there you uh, go. that's a that's a Hawkeye <laughs> reference, folks. For any, for any um, fraction, um, in <laughs> David Asher fans, you know that's that's for you. Indeed. But yes, yes, two epic collections. Um, there was there is so that's a under long, siege. Under siege, and then Judgment Day. There is he was on it for a wee while, but they've not done the epics of the other ones. The other one is um, mm-hmm. the Vision Complete Vision. It's what's the one with the Vision? Behold the Vision. Was that Behold the Vision? No, 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 no. Um, it's old paperbacks to the, the other Roger Stern stuff, but you know you'll you'll be able maybe to find them second hand or something. But they've not done epic collections of them yet. It's basically no, the, that's true. Yeah, aye, yeah. it's say like, like the division gets corrupted and it's it's. Oh uh, yeah, and he takes over the world. Yes, yes. <laughs> spoils. <Take over> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, again, the vision features quite heavily in that uh, in that run as well. So also in uh, the Avengers Judgment Day epic collection, you have the Emperor Doom. Oh, that's right. Oh, I was going to miss that, which is phenomenal. Also, it's got the X Men versus the Avengers. The very first time they did that. Uh, full miniseries yeah because it's like uh, Magneto's in the middle of that one as yeah. well again I'm not going into great detail about it in case you don't know Emperor Doom is, is fantastic if you've never read it the Purple Man features heavily in it Kilgrave yes yes and uh, the big hero in it is of course Wonder Man uh, <laughs> that Wonder Man again <laughs> getting everywhere getting everywhere but we'll, we'll stick to the Avengers and we'll jump on to another writer who was on it for quite a good chunk very long time for like Groundbreaking. Yeah, uh, quite long. <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis is now Mister. He's he was going he was coming to DC now. He's at DC now, so he's left Marvel. Uh, but yeah, bar like you know his obvious Spider Man stuff and that incredible Daredevil run and just the, like the creation of Jessica Jones yeah. and introducing Luke Cage. God, you know when you round off like that, he did do a lot of Marvel. Well, reintroducing Luke Cage. Like that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah okay. That's introducing. Introducing. Yeah. No, reintroducing thing. I meant reintroducing. Here he is again. Here <laughs> he is again. And this is one of the touchstones for that as well because uh, he did. He did Avengers Disassembled, which I don't... It kind of tore down the, I don't the care old, for it. The old uh, Avengers. I don't care for it. And then he started from, you know, baseline up. Like, ground zero, yeah. It was like, whoever could come to this emergency became an Avenger. Well, that's the thing, yeah. So he, he basically tore the team down. <laughs> uh, not like this. <laughs> and... Um, Too soon. And that's that's just no. But anyway, I anyway I need I need I need to stop. Anyway, yes, <laughs> I just I, it's such a mixed bag, such a mixed bag. I know there's so many people that you love have it. to destroy in order to create. Like, it's just you because you've got that. the Kirby's you egg stuff, or the Kirby's egg stuff's incredible, yeah, but it's but not he, in print. He, he what do you do, Marvel? <laughs> But anyway, sorry. It will be at some point. It has to be, yes. Yeah. Right. But anyway, right, so he tore the team down and then reassembled them. Like, basically, it's a big prison break. And yeah, yeah rough, it's yeah. like kind of a like, typical Avengers tradition. Mm-hmm. Whoever shows up is now knighted <laughs> in the team. <laughs> you are now an Avenger. And funnily enough, one of them is Spider-Man. And yeah. Spider-Man briefly was, very, very briefly was an Avenger. Um, back during... Yeah, he was a reserve uh, Avenger. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he wasn't technically an Avenger. Service. 
And uh, so yeah, so again, Spidey's Spidey's pretty heavy in the team, mm-hmm. um, in the film. Wolverine in the team. And I was going to say that. Oh, Wol- Wolverine. Is, no, that's fine. That's fine. Which is, uh, which is groundbreaking. Groundbreaking in that the man could be in five different teams all at the same time. Yeah. But that's me continuity hat on, so I'll take it off just to be objective <laughs> about the story. So there you go. That's it off now. And he brought Spider Woman back to the forefront. I was about to say that as well. Yes. Oh, yes. So look, <laughs> like, look, so he reintroduced Luke Cage and Spider Woman in her mm-hmm. very classic uh, 70s gear uh, or original costume yeah. I know she's got a brand new modern costume uh, which is good it just ain't that that's a classic that's classic I don't know what it is it just looks it's yeah. very 70s but it's timeless it's just very striking you just, your eye goes yeah. to it immediately it's awesome Maybe. but anyway sorry I. so he was on it for a long time uh, Brian Bendis and he did do a lot with it you know he did re-establish the team like see at that point it, like, would you say the Avengers was languishing a wee bit? Like, is there kind of yeah? Because you had you had music stuff. They needed a very short Jeff Johns run. Very good Jeff Johns yeah. run. And then it was Chuck Austin. Yep. Was it? He wasn't yep. on it for that long, but it really too just, long. It was kind of <laughs> it was losing its feet a bit. It was a bit. Yeah, kind of, I think he it needed a bit of refreshing. I think actually, I don't think Bendis took over straight after uh, Austin left. So yeah, I think maybe the Charles was a bit poisoned <laughs> before that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So you know, like he introduced a century in it as well. It's a really great, yeah. like it's a really great, great running places as well. And so a lot of nifty ideas. And you know, like there's there's tons of I think there's seven of the new Avengers stuff. And, and there's, there's the Avengers. There's a well. Mighty Avengers, which has a uh, Carol. More about her later, Carol mm-hmm. Carol Danvers, uh, during when she was Miss Marvel. Um and Wonder Man, it's got the return of uh, Red Safari Wonder Man Indeed, jacket, yes. uh, in that run as well. Yeah. And you had Dark Avengers as well. And you also did a return of Thought Bubbles in that. Joseon, that ve- was, very briefly. That was that's one of the highlights. Of his entire uh, Avengers tenure, and it's like that entire like that Mighty Avengers stuff. It's mm. just fun. You took uh, an Ultron story in that. Yes, yes, yes. Very good Ultron story. In that. Yes, you had sexy, <laughs> sexy Ultron in it, which I thought I didn't think was going to be a sentence, but it is sexy Ultron. Uh, you're like what each to their own Derek each to their own read it (laughs) honestly read it folks you know what I mean (laughs) don't you worry you'll see yeah that was a lot of fun and it's Dark Avengers stuff but yeah it's awesome oh yeah fantastic yeah uh, Doctor, and funnily enough, Doctor Strange would join the team later on as in his well. Run, yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. so a lot of foreshadowing for that Infinity War film. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of which, shall we? Uh, well, at the very end of the Infinity War. Yes, film, uh, well, that's in, just near the very end. So, in like, the post credit scene, as we get to the very end of our podcast, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. We saved the best for last. So, yes, at the very end of it, Nick Fury sends out a signal, and it's a logo, and all the audience in cinema go, "What's that?" And you know who it is, folks. It's Captain Marvel. Yes. Captain bloody Marvel. Now, Captain Marvel, there have been several Captain Marvels. We'll only talk about the Marvel <laughs> versions of Captain Marvel and not look at any yeah, other yeah. versions of Captain Marvel. Uh, uh, you you kind of, well, when you're talking about Captain Marvel, and we're not confusing it with DC's Captain Marvel, so we'll get that out of the way as well. Uh, it's the like the, the Marvel version mm-hmm. kicked it all off. The Kree Warrior. The Kree Warrior, yes. Mm-hmm. More about those Kree and those films later. Uh, there's a collection of it, the complete Captain Marvel by that guy again, Jim Starlin. Jim Starlin. Jim bloody Starlin. He had a lot to do with everything. He did. And just to kick things off, you've got the first issue, I, Invincible Iron Man 54. And uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man's fighting the Blood Brothers, but who's that in the background, Peter? Who's that in the background? Oh, that could the... be Thanos there. No, it's Rex the Destroyer. All right, 
That is that is also that's... sorry. Sorry, I did, we did a, we did rehearse this obviously, but I wasn't looking at it. <laughs> yeah, Drax the Destroyer making his first appearance in it. Uh, but yes, you are it's right. All, it's also Thanos' first appearance. It is, it's historically Thanos' first appearance, and he his and first uh, his first kind of uh, appearances would be within this. I've uh, got that issue. Captain Marvel run. It's, so. a, it's a bit beat up. I've got it. <laughs> But yes, uh, I wish I had it. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, like you get needs so, an iron. So <laughs> needs an iron. Oh my goodness. So yeah, if you're um, if you want to kind of really do your homework uh, on it, because the the film, the, the Captain Marvel film, will have the original in it. So you know, if you want to kind of get on on this run, because it's it's, a, it's so you even got the I was gonna say spoilers, but it's not really death yeah. of Captain Marvel, which is kind of a landmark story. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, again, Thanos is kind of a. As much as Dan- Warlock and Thanos are frenemies, I-, I guess you could say the same about. No, could you say the same about um, Cat Marv? No, they were definitely just enemies. They were just enemies, yeah. 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 No, they, 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 they did not like each other, folks. Uh, but yes, anyway, so this is the kind of a. This is the, the like from the start kind of thing, you know, and again, literally from the start, because you are seeing the first appearance of Thanos, Drax, yeah. you know, uh, the, like the kind Super of. Super in this as well. Yes. So it's a lot, of, a lot of good cosmic stuff, yeah. Yeah, totally. And there's some comedy stuff in the back, yeah. <laughs> because you know, I can't master it, but here's comedy. Yeah, it's typical Marvel fashion. Uh, but yes, so that's that's the original one, Marvel. But you know, he as much as he's going to be in the film, he's not the he's not the Captain Marvel now. That a lot of modern kind of readers, a lot of modern modern audience audiences will know the new Captain Marvel as Carol Danvers, who started off as Miss Marvel. Yes. Uh, and she did first appear within Captain Marvel back yeah. in the day, not in the Starling stuff, but yeah, I think there's a, a free, like a kind of a, a True Believers reprint issue. Yeah. So if you do want to read the first issue where she appears, I don't, I, I can't remember if she actually does become Miss Marvel in it, but no, I can I, but she certainly does appear in it. She does appear in it anyway. So you know, for for historian and fans, she had her own series spun out from that. Yeah, uh, Cla- uh, Claremont, uh, Chris Claremont wrote it. Did quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, do you not introduce Mystique in that? Yep, Mystique. Yes, and I was going to know if no rogue was like Desperate. Uh, yes. No, we're, I, 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 from the Shi'ar, so, you know, planting mm-hmm. a lot of seeds for further X-Men stuff, so, again, and uh, Dave uh, Dave Cockrum did uh, a redesign of her yeah. as well, and it's like that kind of classic black. And the original uh, costume is kind of like a female version of the second Captain Marvel costume. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, but then you got the really cool lightning bolt kind of. Yeah, uh, the kind of the black, black one. The lightning bolt. Uh, it's awesome. Really nice. Yeah, I, I think that's quite, quite timeless, actually. I, don't get me wrong, it could be a bit tricky with certain artists, mm. and maybe not making it look a bit yeah but uh, like you know it's got a very timeless aspect to it but, but current costume is the logo that you saw on Nick Fury's um, Pam Pilot or whatever it was I don't know I thought it looked like a kind of like a, a, a beeper yes a beeper, a beeper but like a very like retro cool <laughs> science beeper I don't know <laughs> you know <laughs> I was going to make a 30 rock joke there but I'm, I'll not I'll not do that he must have bought that from the beeper king I did it I did I it alright yes. <laughs> there you go for all of you dozens of <laughs> 30 rock fans or just for me thanks. Uh, just just for you just for you thanks lemon <laughs> <laughs> but yes um, so for me it's one of the best redesigns of a, an original costume mm-hmm. it's really awesome how they managed to kind of incorporate the kind of like the original Captain, like the not the original, the classic Captain Marvel costume, wow. and for her now as well, and her becoming Captain Marvel makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it just, it just, mm-hmm. it just does. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Miss Marvel, I, I, I still do, but you know, there's a new Miss Marvel as well, Kamala Khan, and um, yeah. so you know, like keeping the legacy going, and 
yeah, so if you're wanting to do a wee bit more homework on her becoming Captain Marvel, you've got four volumes, Earth's Mightiest Hero. Yeah, Captain Marvel, Earth's Mightiest Hero. Yeah, and there's four volumes of that as well. Uh, Kelly Sue Duconic uh, kind of sailed the boat for that. She started it off mm-hmm. uh, with it because it's, I think, it's only been a few years she's been Captain Marvel. Yeah, it's not been that long. It's not. Uh, it's she's had a couple of different names throughout the years. Like, again, she's Warbird for the time. Warbird, <laughs> yeah. uh, Binary. Binary, oh god, yeah. Binary, yeah. Uh, she was quite heavy in the X Men mm-hmm. as well. Uh, she was hanging about with the Star Jammers as well. Again, wicked if you don't know who Star Jammers are. And fun fact: Rogue got her super strength and flight abilities. I was literally going with from from <laughs> uh, Avengers <laughs> Annual Issue Ten. I believe one of my favorite Avengers issues there ever. It's got a mine's, mine's the Wonder Man one. I believe it's that. It's got a Michael Michael Golden illustrating it. It's honestly, see yeah, if you can get lovely. a copy of it. It's mm. the bomb, man. It's it a, it's like half the Avengers have been taken out, and it's the rest of them uh, with Spider Woman. That Spider Woman fighting the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. It's honestly, it's the bomb. <laughs> it's the actual <laughs> bomb. Uh, but yes, anyway, back to Captain Marvel, of course. So if you're wanting to read her becoming Captain, like from the start of whenever she becomes Captain Marvel, you've got the four volumes there and the nice you've got our our logo on the spine you can't miss it or you've got the miss marvel you know the captain like the early captain marvel years as well they've done a nice wee paperback recently for that as well Mm -hmm. if you want to read more of our kind of our miss marvel days in that classic black costume as well so yeah i think we've i think we've covered a lot of bases there covered an awful lot i i think we've missed stuff as well but all we have there's only so much we can talk i know i know so you know obviously again we say this every at the end of every podcast if you've if we've missed anything if there's anything you think we should have talked about, we we somehow missed. I don't mm-hmm. know what, but you know, uh, get feel free to get in contact with us because we Indeed. will we will you know, acknowledge it in the next podcast we do. So yeah, get writing, get typing, send those ratings. Tweeting, owls. Get tweeting, tweeting, get tweet. Facebooking. Facebooking, yes. I don't use yes. Twitter. I, I don't. Or no. Insta- Instagrams. I don't know. Send us a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Be creative, folks. We encourage it. But yeah, we've been the Forbidden Planet Tears. Yeah. And you know, like. This is just a special, so there's indeed there's plenty, there's the main one to do. Indeed, we shall talk to you on our regular podcast. Indeed, we shall. Thanks. I might even be there. <laughs> Thanks for being with us. All right, thank you, and good night. Avengers disassemble. No.